Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. Blessings in the name of the Lord. We are entering a new year, the year of 2022. And with that, we have in our hearts the Word of God and the faith to believe that though we are living in the last days, if God be for us, who can be against us? Let us start this morning's message with the prayer. Let us pray. Our gracious, heavenly, powerful Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come before you in one mind, in one spirit, and in one accord to receive your continuing word of knowledge, of life, of truth. We believe, Father, in all that you are teaching us. We hear what you have said to us by way of the power of the seventh-fold Holy Spirit. So have your way in this message today. Seal everything with your power and with your might, and let us become your word with great determination to fulfill the vision, the perfect plan that you have laid out before us. Bless us now as we enter in, as we dedicate this service unto you, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I would like to start my message in the book of Isaiah, chapter 2, verses 2 through 4. And it reads, Now it will come about that in the last days, the mountain of the house of the Lord will be established as the chief of the mountains and will be raised above the hills and all the nations will stream to it. And many peoples will come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us concerning his ways, that we may walk in the paths. For the law will go forth from Zion, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And he will judge between the nations, and will render decisions for many peoples. And they will hammer their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not lift up sword against nation, and never again will they learn war. Brothers and sisters in Christ, this is the message for this new year for God's people. We are coming together to build the house of God, that he may use us to teach us concerning his ways, that we may walk in his path, And bring this world right side up for the glory and honor of Almighty God. Isaiah 25, 9 says, And it will be said in that day, Behold, this is our God, for whom we have waited that he might save us. This is the Lord for whom we have waited. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. Yes, golden candlestick Christians, this is is the day. This is the time that we have waited for. We will see all of God's plan come to pass. I will be reading many scriptures this morning concerning my subject as I continue on in Jeremiah chapter 50 verse 4 and it says, In those days, at that time, declares the Lord, the sons of Israel will come both they and the sons of Judah as well. They will go along weeping as they go, 
and it will be the Lord their God that they will seek. Yes, brethren, for the word of God says, where are those who will weep between the porch and the altar? We need to get so close to God that we can feel the pain that is in, in his heart because of all of the horrible things that are going on around the world that are causing God's people to fall away. Isaiah 13, 6 through 12 reads this, Wail, for the day of the Lord is near. It will come as destruction from the Almighty. Therefore, all hands will fall limp, and every man's heart will melt. They will be terrified. Pains and anguish will take hold of them. They will write like a woman in labor. They will look at one another in astonishment, their faces aflame. Yes, brothers and sisters, we have come to that time right now. The day of the Lord is near, and many of his people, many of his Christians, many of his warriors, many of his disciples, many from the army of God are going to fall. They are going to fall away. Ezekiel 30 verse 3 says this, For the day is near, even the day of the Lord is near. It will be a day of clouds, a time of doom for the nations. Yes, for God's wrath is on its way. But there is comfort for God's people. Joel 2.11 says, The Lord utters his voice before his army. Surely his camp is very great, for strong is he who carries out his word. The day of the Lord is indeed great and very awesome, and who can endure it? You see, he is describing his people, the soldiers, the ones who have always stood firm, those who have not wavered, those who are not afraid of the enemy. Amos 5, 18 through 20 reads, Alas, you who are longing for the day of the Lord, for what purpose will the day of the Lord be to you? It will be darkness and not light, as when a man flees from a lion and a bear meets him or goes home, leans his hand against the wall and a snake bites him. Will not the day of the Lord be darkness instead of light, even gloom with no brightness in it? Brothers and sisters, we do not want that scripture to pertain to us, for that scripture pertains to those who once stood before the altar of God, those who once got on their knees before him, those who cried out before our God. Now for them, it will not be day, but it will be darkness. It will be gloom and there will be no brightness in it. Acts chapter 2, 19 through 20 says, And I will grant wonders in the sky above, and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and glorious day of the Lord shall come. 1 Peter 1, 20 says, for he was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but has appeared in these last times for the sake of you. So you see, brethren, we are not alone. All these things are happening so that we can become God's fullness, so that we can enter into the kingdom of God. He tells us that all these things must happen in the last times for our sake. Galatians 4 
4 through 5 reads, But when the fullness of the time came, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, so that he might redeem those who are under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Mark 1.15 says, And saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Matthew 12.28 says, But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Brothers and sisters, the kingdom of God is upon us. We are the temple of God. We are the dwelling place of the sevenfold Holy Spirit. We have been given power over the nations. Luke 11.20 says, But if I cast out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. So brothers and sisters, that's why we must take our message to other states, to other cities, even to other countries all around the world. For Luke 4.43 says, But he said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to the other cities also, for I was sent for this purpose. Luke 8, 1 says, Soon afterwards, he began going around from one city and village to another, proclaiming and preaching the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him. So these are the scriptures that God has given me. We must preach the kingdom of God to other cities. We must go around from city to village, proclaiming and preaching the kingdom of God. Luke 4, 18 through 21 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he anointed me to preach the gospel. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, gave it back to the attendant and sat down, and the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. He has anointed us over and over again at the magnificent golden altar that his spirit will be upon us. Isaiah 61, 1 through 2 says, The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the afflicted. He has set me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives and freedom to prisoners, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord and the day of the vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. Yes, brethren, we have been called to set the captives free to free the prisoners who are under the bond of the captivity of our enemy, to comfort all who mourn. Matthew eleven four through 5 says, Jesus answered and said to them, Go and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight and the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up and the poor have the gospel preached to them. Luke 7, 22, and he answered and said to them, Go and report to John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised up. <clears throat> the poor have the gospel preached to them. Think about it. How many of us have that kind of power? How many of us use the anointing that God has has placed in us 
each time we are anointed upon the magnificent golden altar. Acts 2, 16 through 18 says, But this is what was spoken of through the prophet Joel. And it shall be in the last days, God says, I will pour forth my spirit on all mankind. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams, even on my bond slaves, both men and women. And I will pour in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. It is time, my friends. We must prophesy. We must understand that not only are the signs of destruction here on earth, which proves that we are in the end times. But it says in the last days, he's going to pour out his spirit upon all mankind. So let him pour out that spirit upon the Hawaii Fellowship of the Universal World Church. Let his sons and daughters who we are prophesy. Let us see visions and dream dreams. Joel 2, 28 through 29 says, it will come about after this that I will pour out my spirit upon all mankind and your sons and daughters will prophesy and your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Ezekiel thirty six twenty seven says, I will pour out my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will be careful to observe my ordinances. Think about those things. Matthew thirteen sixteen through 17 says, but blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. For truly I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desire to see what you see and did not see it and, and desire to hear what you hear and did not hear it. Luke 10, 23-24, turning to the disciples, he said privately, Blessed are the eyes which see the things you see. For I say to you that many prophets and kings wished to see these things which you see and did not see them and to hear the things which you hear and did not hear them. So in closing, blessed disciples of Almighty God in the last days, understand that he has blessed you with eyes that can see, ears that can hear be those prophets that he has called you to be. Let me close with my favorite verses. Romans 16, 25 through 26. Now to him who is able to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery, which has been kept secret for long ages past, but now is manifest. And by the scriptures of the prophets, according to the commandment of the eternal God, has been made known to all nations, leading to obedience of faith. And to bring to light, Ephesians 3, 9 says, what is the administration of the mystery for which ages has been hidden in God who created all things? Colossians 1, 26, that is the mystery which has been hidden from the past ages and generations, but has now been manifested to the saints. You see, Otherwise, he would have needed to suffer often since the foundation of the world, my friends. But now once at the consummation of the ages, he has been manifested to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. So we must give out the words of warnings. 
Daniel 9.24 says, 70 weeks have been decreed for your people and your holy city to finish the transgression, to make an end of sin, to make an atonement for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up the vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy place. Brothers and sisters in Christ, let us use the time that God has called. We don't have much time left to build the holy city so that we can finish the transgression and make an end of sin. That in this holy city, our new church, we can make an atonement for the iniquity of all of God's people to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up the vision and the prophecy that he has anointed us with. We must come together as one people. We must For it says that it shall be that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Let us call upon the name of the Lord so that we can be saved and that we can be delivered and we can do the same for others. This is the acceptable time. This is the day of salvation. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. For thus saith the Lord. In a favorable time, I have answered you. And in the day of salvation, I have helped you. And I will keep you and give you for a covenant for the people to restore the land, to make them inherit the desolate heritages, knowing that you were not redeemed with perishable things like silver or gold, but with precious blood as of a lamb unblemished and spotless, the blood of Christ. For he was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but has appeared in these last times by word and by spirit for our sake. It will not be easy, but realize this, that in the last days difficult times will come, for men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, filled with malicious gossip, without self-control. They'll be brutal, haters of good. Men, but then again, the word of God tells you that he will separate the sheep from the wolves. Many will be purged, my friends, purified and refined. But the wicked will act wickedly, and none of the wicked will understand. But we understand that it's because we are living in the end times. Brothers and sisters in Christ, this is the time, this is the place. We must come together. We must not fail. We cannot fail. God is on our side. Keep him there. Don't walk alone. Stay focused. Keep your eyes on the prize of the higher calling and understand that you were chosen from the beginning of creation and that he and he alone can give you the understanding of what it will take to make it all the way to the finish line. So with this, I close. Jesus said unto them in John 6, 35, 40, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger, 
and he who believes in me will never thirst. But I say unto you that believe, you have seen me, and yet you do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me I will certainly not cast out. As I close my message today, I need you to continue to understand it's not enough to just have podcasts. It's not enough to just watch YouTube. It is not enough to Google. We need a church with the golden altar so that we can perform the three miraculous processes of the new birth and new creation. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger. He who believes in me will never thirst. We must perform the three miraculous processes of the new birth and new creation. The time is now. The time is at hand. Do not Do not stop praying about this and let all things come to pass. All the Father gives us will continuously come to us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Make it happen. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen and amen.